Hello everyone, this is End Times Talk coming at you with a brand new video. Uh, this one's a truly important video, so stay tuned to the end. You're not going to want to miss any of this. Um, I truly believe that we fight not against flesh and blood. It says that in the Bible. It says that in Scripture. We fight not against flesh and blood, but we fight against principalities and powers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. So we're not at war with our neighbors. We're not at war with our family members. We're not at war with people. We're at war with Satan, demons, fallen angels, uh, the spirits of the Nephilim, you know, and all the spiritual forces that come with the occult, okay, and, and uh, uh, the satanic realm, all right? So people need to understand that we're in a war, you know. Uh, Jesus already won the war, but the battle still wages on, all right, because time still has to tick down to midnight. That just kind of has to happen. So anyways, Something that stirred me to make this video is, is I had a call, an interesting call from someone, one of our viewers, uh, who is a local police officer. I live in a city of 10,000, all right? Uh, that's not counting the, you know, surrounding areas or anything like that, but I live in a, in, in a city of 10,000. And uh, my buddy says, uh, and, and the person who's a police officer called me and told me that they are going to calls two to three times a day of people hearing voices and hearing music that isn't there. And I'm going to be honest with you, that sounds very demonic to me, all right? And my buddy says that there's a common thread between them all, and that's this, all right? That's all I'm going to say about that. It's that. And and so I also do believe, though, that there, that there's an, an explosion of demonic activity happening. I believe that this is this is global. I believe it's global. We're seeing persecution of Christians ramping up worldwide, especially in India and in, in Nigeria. Uh, you know, it's absolutely horrific, the slaughterings that are taking place uh, of Christians uh, in not just those places, but all over the world, even in China and elsewhere. You know, Christians are being slaughtered right now. It's it's what's happening. All right. There's an explosion of demonic activity happening. There's an explosion of demonic possession happening as well. And obviously an explosion of people hearing voices and people hearing music that's not there. And I mean, it's got to be an explosion if you're going to calls in an area of 10,000 people two to three times a day. All right. And not only that, but these people are a bunch of these people are suicidal. Like my buddy told me and he flat out said, he said, I am shocked to know how suicidal the public is. All right. He says we go to calls all the time of people saying that they want that they're hearing voices that they want to kill other people and kill themselves. All right. And that's what, you know, a lot of people are getting into these drugs, these hallucinogenic drugs that open up what they believe this this uh, third eye, this penile gland, a, a section of the brain in the center. They believe that this opens up dimensions and all this stuff and they can hear from these entities and and they're, they, they hear from aliens. No, you're hearing from demons. You're hearing from demons, you're opening uh, portals to demonic realms, and you're allowing that in your life. And so no wonder you're hearing voices, no wonder you're hearing music that's not there, because you're opening yourself up for demonic possession. You're opening yourself up for demonic attachment. This is real. This is happening. This isn't some fictional story. You know, we are in the end times and Satan does know that he has a short time and he's coming at us hard, you know? And so I want to make sure people are, are prepared and well-equipped to be able to withstand what's coming. All right. What's coming upon the earth, because as we get into the end times more and more, things are going to get more and more spiritual. They're going to get more and more supernatural. All right. And people need to know the difference between the paranormal and the supernatural. The paranormal, all right, is the things that happen that go bump in the night that are that are of the enemy. Okay. Supernatural 
is like miracles and, and things like that and angelic visitations and things like that. Supernatural is of God. Paranormal is of the occult and of, of the satanic realm. And so people need to understand the difference between the two. But as we get into the end times more and more and more things are going to become spiritual, whether it's paranormal or supernatural, but things are going to start to reveal themselves. All the things that have been hidden throughout history, all the things that have been kept secret are coming out of the woodworks now. All the truth is coming out of the woodworks. Satan cannot hide it anymore. People are waking up to the truth and they're waking up to the, to the fact that we live on a planet that is inhabited by, by entities that seek to do us harm. All right, physically, spiritually, morally, uh, uh, mentally, it goes on and on and on. These beings seek to do us harm. They're not from outer space. All right, they're not from outer space. They're from inner space. All right, they are from here. They have always been here. All right, and 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 so I want to warn people and I want to tell people how to combat this. All right, one of the ways that we can combat this, especially in the home, all right, is 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 rebuking the enemy. All right, rebuking the enemy out of our home. And first, what I would suggest doing as a Christian, all right, I'm going to teach you, each and every one of you uh, uh, what, what I would do, all right, if I was dealing with demonic activity or, or paranormal activity, okay, I would uh, ask God to forgive me of my sins first off. Change your life, all right? Get yourself in order with God's plan. That way you have spiritual authority over the demonic, over the paranormal, over the satanic, over the occult. All right, you will have spiritual authority over that. It says in the Bible not to rejoice that he's given you power over, over demons. It says in the Bible to rejoice that you got a seat in heaven with, with Jesus already. All right, so be excited that you're saved and that when you die, you have a place in heaven already with, with Jesus. Don't be dis, uh, 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 you know. Don't be mystified when you start casting out demons and they start having to leave. When you start getting in alignment with how what God wants you to do. And he's going to light you on fire by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you're going to go out and you're going to start casting these things out of people. But let me tell you first how to attack these demons. Get them out of your home and rebuke them out of your home. First off, uh, you're going to want to get yourself some anointing oil. Okay, The Bible talks about anointing things. Okay. Uh, some people don't have anointing oil and all they could have is like maybe olive oil or cooking oil. Uh, I even think people go as you could go as far as vegetable oil or something like that. If you don't have olive oil and if you are extremely, uh, uh, uh hard up for money, I can understand that I'm the same way, not exactly rich myself. So I completely understand. So you can take vegetable oil, olive oil. Um, there is different kinds of oil that you can buy. There's the frankincense and myrrh anointing oil. All right. And I bought this. I think it was like 15 bucks for, for a good-sized bottle of it. Um, there's also balm, all right? These, both of these come from Israel, all right? This is the uh, the Light of Jerusalem balm. I'll show you the inside of it here, okay? But it's a balm that you just, you know, put your finger in. And, I mean, it smells heavenly. Literally, like, when I smell this stuff, it reminds me of the different things in the Bible where the recipes that God's telling people in the Levitical law to make to, to anoint certain things. And this is one of those oils. This is called the king's oil, all right? This is what was used to anoint the high priest of the temple, to anoint the kings of Israel. And this is literally made to the actual recipe in the Levitical law. And you can get this at uh, Perry Stone's website, and it's called king's oil. All right. And it's, and it's a Holy land product. Um, and so I choose to use these oils to anoint my home. Okay. Uh, to rebuke the enemy. All right. And, and let me show you what I do real quick. 
I say in the name of the Father, Yahweh, and the Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I rebuke all principalities, powers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in high places. And I command all evil spirits, all psychic powers, all new age forces, all satanic forces, all witchcraft forces to get out of this house now in Jesus' name. And I pray the power of God in this home and the anointing of the Holy Spirit in this home and the protection of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Christ in this home. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Go up to each doorway and window in your home after you've repented yourself and, and, and cleaned yourself out before God and allowed God to clean you out. Okay, you go up to your doors, you go up to your windows and you attack these entities and you put up a barrier. You put up a hedge of protection around your home using these anointing oils. All right. And, and that's exactly what Job did. Job, uh, uh, you know, had a, a protective hedge, a spiritual protective hedge put up around his home. All right. That protected him from Satan. Okay. Satan could not attack Job. So if you don't want to be attacked, your home is your safe place. Your home base is a place that you can kick the enemy out. It's yours and yours alone. You don't need to allow the enemy to stay in your home. You can kick him to the curb, tell him to kick rocks and find a shine box and move on. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, you, you, this is how we can attack uh, um, you know, the enemy and get him out of our home. All right. Uh, uh, you know, but you also have to understand you have to remember and you have to think, how did the enemy get into your home? All right. Did he come in through your own actions? Did he come in through something that you own? Did he come in through, you know, a gateway? Did you allow someone into your home that wasn't, you know, a believer that brought something with them? Either way. All right. This is how you go about getting rid of that stuff. All right. And when it comes to people who are demonically possessed, first, you have to understand the signs of the actual demonic possession or demonic attachment. And what, and a few of those signs are in the Bible. When Jesus came up to the possessed man that was in the graveyard. All right. Jesus asked him, he says, uh, uh, what's your name? And, and the, the demons in him spoke and said, we are legion for we are many, you know, a legion is, 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 a, is thousands of demons anyways. So, um, these demons, there was tons of them in this man. And, and it says in the Bible that the man was crying all the time. Okay. It said that he was self-harming. All right. He was cutting himself with rocks. All right. If he, so suicidal thoughts, suicidal actions. Okay. He had tremendous strength, supernatural strength. It says that the people of the town tried to bind him with chains and different things and chain him to the walls. And he just broke the binds and kept on. And he stayed in the dark. He stayed in the graveyard. He stayed in death. He didn't want to come into the light. He didn't want to uh, uh, be a part of that until Jesus set his foot in that area. And then all of a sudden, those this man knew how to get free. All right. And it's through the power and the blood of Jesus Christ, submitting to Jesus Christ, saying, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Cleanse me of all the things I've done, knowing and unknowing. And I repent, Lord. I give it to you. I give it to the foot of the cross and I cast these things down. And I and, I, and it says in the Bible that when you repent like that and you're serious and you're genuine, it says that God takes that and he he takes that sin and he throws it into the sea of forgetfulness to the bottom of the sea of forgetfulness. God doesn't even remember your old sins when you repent of them. There's some people that think that they have to keep repenting for the same sins. And God's like, what are you talking about? You already repented. I don't know what you're talking about because it says in the Bible and God is not a liar. It says in the Bible, he casts these things into the sea of forgetfulness when we repent, when we repent and we're cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. So, 
If you have people in your life that are demonically attached to, demonically possessed, it's only by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. And, and, and it says in the Bible, and Jesus said this, said this himself, all right, when he was talking to, to a couple of disciples, the disciples came to him and they said, man, there's some of these demons we can't cast out, all right? And this is one of the scriptures they take out of the New International Version of the Bible, the NIV, all right? And it actually says in the Bible, Jesus tells them, he says, there are some spirits that you cannot cast out unless you are in deep prayer and fasting first. So you have to deny your flesh, your own flesh, what it wants by fasting, all right? Then you need to get into alignment with God. You need to spend time with God and be in the presence of God. Man, I've heard stories of, you know, for instance, there's a story I heard of a pastor uh, that, that a mother called him, and he was like, oh, you know, uh, uh, the mother's like, I'm just beside myself. My son's crawling up the walls, literally. She's like, I think there's some demonic activity going on. Will you come over, and will you pray? And and he, and, he, and he goes over there. He's, he starts praying before he even gets there. And this is a true story, by the way. Um, and, and, he, and he gets there. And this boy, in, a, in an unknown voice, I mean, this voice was not his own, speaks to this pastor and says, you have no authority. You're too full. That's what these spirits told this pastor. And so he took it as a challenge. He went home. He fasted. He prayed for three days, and he come back. And the demon said, oh, you've been with the king. And he cast that thing out of that boy. Woo, it gets me on fire, man. It's when you spend time with God. That's when the anointing falls. That's when the anointing comes. It's not when you're sitting on your duff watching America's Got Talent or who dances with the stars. It don't matter. Those things don't matter. Quit spending your time with things that don't matter. Put your life your finances, your thoughts, your actions, everything who you are into the ministry. Put it into the ministry and you will get a return, an authoritative return, all right? God gives you the authority that he gives you because he has it to give, all right? That's, that's what it is, straight up, okay? And so I want to help people to understand that you have authority over the enemy. You have authority over the devil. You have authority over all these spirits that are attacking people, all right? But you got to get clean first. You cannot come before the king dirty. Okay, you can't come before the king dirty. But anyways, <clears throat> I, I want to show you some things here. You know, there, there's a lot of demonic activity happening worldwide. Uh, I wanted to kind of put together a compilation to show you that these things are real and they're happening and that people are being attacked in their lives. We also have to stand up for our brothers and sisters in Christ who are who are weak, who are feeble, especially the baby lambs who can't chew on meat like the rams do. They have to always constantly get this baby lamb milk. They have to be spoon-fed all the time. And we have to take care of those Christians, those of us who are seasoned and edified and ready to fight in the spirit. We need to be there for those people who are struggling and we need to build them up as God has built us up as our family members who have maybe encouraged us in Christ and built us up in Christ. Uh, you know, like I have a few friends, you know, that, that I call and I talk to regularly, like, like my friend, Kathy, she's amazing. She's an encouragement to me. Like my buddy Griff, he's amazing. He's an encouragement to me, you know, to, to, to know that I have friends who are Christians that will stand by my side when end times talk starts struggling. All right, to know I got people and my own wife and, and my kids and my grandmother, everybody comes to bat for this ministry. And that's what we need to do for everybody else. We need to come to bat for each other. All right, just like uh, uh, Watchman Adam, you know, he had a struggle not too long ago. And, and, you know, we came together as a community, as a Watchman community, and we prayed for him and we lifted him up and we encouraged him in Jesus Christ. We didn't tear him down. We, we don't attack people. We don't attack believers in Jesus Christ. If you got a theological difference, you best start taking it to the Lord instead of arguing with other Christians. 
This is no time to start messing around and start defeating ourselves. All right, we have an enemy to fight. Check these videos out. You gotta repent, sir. You gotta repent, sir, for murdering babies. Why? Because it's a sin before God. Why? Wow. Stinky breath. Yeah, Why? that's pretty. That's pretty evil of you, sir. Yeah, I am. And, and I hope and pray that you. Yeah. Well, that's what you do to babies, huh? Yeah, I love it. You love it, huh? Yeah, I do. Okay, I hope that you come to Christ, sir. Oh, I never go to Christ. I hope that you come to Christ. No, sir. I don't go to Christ. Yeah, you. I you, don't listen to Christ. You, you will have a darkened heart, sir. I do have a darkened yeah. heart. Yeah. You have a darkened heart. I do. I do very, very much. And so. you will stand yeah. before God in judgment. Yes, day I will. Day. Every day. You will stand before God in judgment. Yes, day I will. Day. Every day. All of the babies that I you have. I love it. I love it. Yeah, keep tearing the babies. Yeah, apart. I will. Keep tearing the babies. I apart. will. Keep keep tearing the babies what? apart. Oh. Yeah, sir. The babies, their blood screams from the ground. Right there this time. Hello? Hey, no. No, 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 no. No, stay there. Hey. Oh, my God. Dude. It's okay. It's okay. It is the police call everybody will be talking about. Thanks for joining us here at 6 o'clock. I'm Denise Valdez. I'm Brian Loftus. A family says something crashed into their backyard, prompting them to call 911, saying they saw creatures walking around. Our 8 News Now investigators digging into this for weeks now. And tonight, our David Charns with the video you will only see on 8 News Now. David? Brian, Denise, sources telling Bay News Now investigators that several agencies believe something landed or crashed. Whether it was non-humans or not, it certainly scared the people living on this property. Now, before we show you that video, listen to their call for help. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so we terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard. Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot, nine feet, ten foot. I don't know. They're, they look like they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Okay. Like like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes and and they're not human. They're 100 percent not human. Okay. Well, the 8 News Now investigators obtaining video as officers then responded to the call you just heard. You'll see the officers also saw something in the sky that night, but the big question is, what was it and is it all connected? Leave her alone. It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro Police officer's body cam catches this, something flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later. There's, a, there's like an eight-foot person beside it and another one's inside and it has big eyes and looking at us and it's still there. Someone calls 911 reporting two large figures in their backyard. Uh, no, I'm still nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone saw a shooting star, then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What'd you see? It was like a 
was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testy top. I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did you yeah, see anything land in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. Police walk into the backyard to investigate, but Metro blacked out that part of the video because it's considered private property. What's clear? They're taking this call seriously. Hey, this might sound like a really dumb question, but did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they yes. saw. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. That investigation turning up no concrete answers as of Wednesday. Whatever or whoever fell into that yard, long gone within minutes. Oh, hey. If, they, if, those, if those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> so, yeah, this is quite weird, Brian was saying during, as we're watching this story. Now, we've been in, been in contact with the family in that video, and as you heard in that 911 call, they seem very reasonable mm -hmm. and honestly quite scared as you heard them in the call. No, um, they don't seem impaired in any way. And whatever crashed by the time that police got there was gone. But sources say that there's really no dispute. Something was in their yard exactly what? We do not know. I mean, it's so interesting. So, like, the metro officers see something, the neighbors see something. I mean, so what could it be? Well, we know that there are obviously a lot of military bases around this area. Uh, George Knapp covers a lot of that stuff for us on the 80s Now Investigators. We're showing you drone video from above that area. And we know, of course, Creech not far away, Nellis Air Force Base not far. I checked in with them. They say they are not involved at all, and we are waiting to hear from the Pentagon as well. Hmm. And you talk to these people, it seemed completely legitimate to you, and, and do you have any personal thoughts on maybe what it was? Right, so it seems from talking to our sources that something happened. There was obviously some flash in the sky. A lot of people saw it that night on uh, the night of April 30th, early in the morning on May 1st. Did that exact thing land in their yard? I don't know, but these people said they saw some SUV circling the area. Could this, have, could this have been some piece of equipment that malfunctioned? Maybe they saw something and then someone came. I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> right. Someone came and Picked retrieved it, it from the backyard <laughs> right. in the SUV. We don't know. This all comes as uh, a former high-level intelligence officer, an air a veteran, was on News Nation talking about how there is a program where the government collects some unidentified objects. So this might be that. We just don't know. We're going to work to find and, out, though. And right? no substances. They were looking no with clear substances. eyes. Very interesting. Not big form. buggy eyes, though. This, like is, <laughs> this is really unique. Thank you, David.
what is that? Who are you? I'm not going to hurt you. And see, isn't that interesting? There's proof everywhere. There's even video proof that the demonic is starting to amplify, that, that, that we are truly in the end times. You know, it says in the Bible, like I've said before, it says in the Bible that woe to the inhabitants of the earth, for the devil has come down among you having great wrath, knowing that he hath but a short time. Now, I don't know if, if you know, this has happened scripturally, like where the devil's actually come down to the earth and he's been kicked out and, you know, finally no longer does he even have access to God to accuse us because it says in the Bible he's the accuser of the brethren. But Michael the archangel is going to kick him out. And I don't know if that's happened yet, but I'll tell you right now, the demonic is amplified. I mean, CERN is opening portals right and left. You know, uh, 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 HARP is is messing with the, the atmosphere and everything. And, and so many people are practicing witchcraft that there's just this outpouring of, of uh, witchcraft in the demonic. And so we as Christians need to stand up now, all right, and, and, and fight and be the vessel in the, in the potter's hands. We need to be the clay in the potter's hands, all right? It's like this. It's like, you take clay, it's moldable, it's soft, you know what I'm saying? And, and you shape it, okay, and you put it to the fire. You put it to the test, okay? And, and so sometimes when a pot goes into the kiln, it can crack, it can be destroyed, and it gets thrown away, all right? All right? But there's others that rise to the occasion, all right, and that they get hard, all right, and they, and they become something beautiful, and it becomes a usable vase, okay? And when it comes out of the kiln, it's glazed, so that way it's protected from the elements. But then also, the, the, anoint, the oil gets poured into it, all right? But that's not for you to keep, all right? Don't be the servant that took his money that the, that the master had given him to invest. And don't be that servant that just buries it in the sand and gets no return. Go out there and start witnessing and start praying for people, and start praying for healing for people. And I'll tell you right now, I have never seen people come to Jesus so quickly after they get free of demonic activity, people. I have seen it. I've been on a train. I've been on the Empire Builder going from Chicago out to Portland. And I'll tell you right now, right there on the, on the train, once the train stopped, we went outside. All those smokers are standing there and everything. And we started rebuking the enemy. And this guy literally was set free right there on the platform, people. Right there on the platform. And me and him became close friends. All right? Close friends. And we're still friends. We've been friends for 10 years. So what I'm trying to say is, is when people get delivered from demonic activity, okay? And they know they've been dealing with it. It scares them. It's, it's, it's oppressive. All right? When they get set free from that and they feel that lightness of the Holy Spirit and, and the love and the, and the mercy and the grace of, of Jesus, okay? It's crazy how quickly they convert and how true of a conversion it is. It's like these people know. And that's why I want you people to know. I want you people to know how dangerous it is right now. All right, how dangerous it is to be messing around in the devil's playground, to be out there doing drugs, to be out there drinking at the bar, opening yourself up for attack, bringing it home to your family and to your kids. Stop doing this stuff. We're kicking ourselves over and over again when we do this. It's time to start being at home, be where you need to be. Don't hang out with people you ain't supposed to hang around and stop doing things you're not supposed to be doing. Start living by the word of God. And I'm telling you right now, people, I'm telling you right now, you will be set. Free. All right, you will be set free. And not only that, but you'll have authority over the enemy. You know, there's some instances in the Bible that are pretty interesting, and I want to talk about it. You know, there's people who in the Bible tried to cast out demonic spirits. 
and and I can't recall the exact scripture, but it's there. Um, this spirit talks back and says, "Oh, Paul, I know, and Peter, I know, or whatever. But you, who are you?" So, so I want to be. I want each and every one of you to be one of those Christians with such authority in Jesus Christ. All right, with such authority to cast out demonic spirits, with such authority to 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 heal the sick in Jesus' name, that demons know you by name and are scared of you. That's what I want, right? I mean, my buddy had stated that they're getting two to three calls a day in a city of 10,000 that people are hearing voices and people are hearing music that's not there, all right? All right? And something else I want to talk about, all right? Something else I want to talk about that's really on my heart is, is there's a lot of YouTube channels out there practicing Christian witchcraft uh, or Christianizing witchcraft, and they don't even know what they're doing, all right? There's a lot of people that don't even know what they're doing. And so I want to talk to you about this. Um, so Aleister Crowley, the most influential Satanist of the 20th century, came out and said publicly, all world religions, all world religions begin and end in the Kabbalah. All right. The Kabbalah is a taught by mouth only religion that comes from, uh, uh, the Jews that came from the land of Canaan. When God sent the Israelites into the land, into the promised land to take them back from, to take it back from the Canaanites. Okay. God specifically told the Jews, do not partake in the religious stuff that these people are doing in the, in this area. All right. Some Jews did, some Jews did, and they kept it a secret and they taught it by mouth. And that is the Kabbalah. All right. In a, in a, in a, in a core of the Kabbalah, let me tell you in just simple terms. All right, to help you to understand a, a good chunk of what Kabbalah is. It's actually one of the most raw form of witchcraft. It's one of the most raw forms of witchcraft straight from the Tower of Babel. And so this religious stuff had been practiced all the way back to the Tower of Babel. All right, God told him not to practice it. He said, don't do it. But it ended up becoming Jewish mysticism or the Kabbalah. All right, and not all Jews practice this stuff. All right, there's, there's certain... Jews that are not Christians that practice this stuff, all right? And they're Kabbalists, all right? And and basically, the core of Kabbalah is divining the future and trying to peer into the mind of God and divine the mind of God. So practicing divination, all right? Think about it. Even in those Harry Potter movies, they had a class called divination. Divination is witchcraft. They divine the future, and they try to peer into God's mind through the Hebrew alphabet and through Hebrew numbers and letters. So what I'm trying to say is, all right, anybody who's taking Hebrew words, turning them into numerics, or taking Hebrew numerics and turning them into words and using that to divine the future, that's forbidden, and that's Kabbalism. All right, so if you're watching any YouTubers out there, anybody that's saying, oh, this Hebrew letter or this Hebrew word means this. And because of this, the rapture is happening on this date. Those people are false prophets. Those people are false prophets. They're false teachers. And you're going to be led astray and you're going to be disappointed every single time. So what I'm trying to say is stay away from those people because there's people working witchcraft and it's and it's like a Christianized witchcraft. They, they come straight out of... They, 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 they try to take it straight out of, of the Hebraics, you know, to, to make it seem like God's involved in it. But God did not tell you to practice divination. He told you to get in alignment with the spirit of prophecy, which is Jesus Christ. Okay. If you are in alignment with Jesus Christ, you will understand prophecy. If you are in alignment with Jesus Christ and you have his anointing on you, God will open your eyes to what is 
what's in the future. But he's not, but it's, but we cannot go around God and divine the future. I'm sorry. It's witchcraft, people. I, I said it. I said it. Don't shoot the messenger. But I felt it on my spirit to put it in this video. Also, I want to talk about how, you know, there's this surge of, of alien activity, you know. And, and anybody who's educated, anybody who's done the research, anybody who's dug in knows that aliens are demons. Flat out. All right. Flat out. Aliens are demons. All right. And, and but, but. There is so much demonic activity happening that there's even an explosion of alien activity happening. So what I'm trying to say is, is that I truly believe that all over the globe right now, people are dealing with these things. And, and it's so wild that most people aren't believing them. But I'm telling you right now, we're in the end times. And as I told you before, things are going to get more spiritual and they're going to get more supernatural and they're going to get more paranormal as we move into these things more. So I want you to keep your head on a swivel. Practice your faith. Be in the word of God. Be spending time with Jesus. Cast demons out of your home as you've been shown in this video. And do the same for people. Anoint people as well. You can, you can anoint people with this oil too. And, and I do want to say one more thing about the oil, that you have to consecrate the oil to God. Pray over it and ask God to bless it and to, get, and to, and to uh, bless it in a way that it can be used to cast out spirits, uh, demonic spirits. So I wanted to tell you that as well. So consecrate your oil when you go out and get it. Any oil that you get needs to be prayed over first. And then it's considered like an anointing oil. Okay. Spend some time. Sing to the Lord. You know, really pray over that anointing oil and, and, and ask the Lord to put his authority in that oil. And so there's people even in the Bible that were given a, 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 a handkerchief that had that anointing oil on it. And people were healed when they took that handkerchief. So I want to let you know that this stuff is real, people. There is authority in it. Just like when Jesus said to put the blood of the lamb over the doorposts, all right, in, in uh, uh, Egypt, when the t uh, ten plagues happened, all right, during the time of Moses, all right, uh, God said, put use the hyssop branch and mark the, the sides and the top doorposts. And so like in the video you saw me do earlier where I anointed my home, I did that the same way. God showed us how to anoint our homes, and you do it by the doorposts. Okay, so I wanted to share this video with you, and I wanted to encourage you in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, and we just lift all the people up before you, Lord, that are watching this video, especially all the ones that have watched all the way until the end, Lord. I pray, Jesus, that you give them peace, that you give them mercy, that you give them grace, and that you give them authority and anointing to be able to go forth to change the world in which they live, Jesus. I pray that you give them authority, all principalities and powers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. I pray you give them the authority to defeat the enemy in Jesus' mighty name by the power and the blood of the Lamb and by your anointing of, of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that these things will be cast out and they will be no more in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. I pray for the Spirit of the Lord to reign supreme in our lives. I pray for the Spirit of the Lord to govern our lives, to govern our homes, to govern our properties. Jesus, take care of our vehicles, Lord. Take care of our family members. Take care of our belongings and our property, Lord, and our homes and our, our cities, Lord. Uh, we pray for our country, Jesus. We repent for this nation, Lord, all the sins and evil sins, all the homosexual sins of this nation, Lord. We ask you, Jesus, to please forgive this nation, Lord Jesus. And, and you said, Jesus, if my people shall humble themselves and, and, and repent, I will heal their land. And, and we repent, Lord God. We come to you right now and we repent of all of our sins. Knowing and unknowing, Jesus, cleanse us, Lord. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Jesus. And help us to live for you and to speak your truth and to not back down. Help us to have the boldness of lions and help us to speak with zeal. In Jesus' mighty name I pray.
Amen. I appreciate all you guys watching this uh, episode of End Times Talk. We're going to be making more of them now. The garden's finally settled down. I'm finally all caught up on everything that I need to do. I love all of you guys so much. May God bless you all, and may God keep you. And don't forget to go out and change the world in which you live. Hollywood is actually talking more about a subject than many churches are, and it's a church subject. So that's a problem. When you really focus on Ephesians 6, it is telling us that there's a battle between good and evil and that it's not about flesh and blood. We're all consumed with the, the fighting, you know, and politics. And, and, and listen, it's right. good to have positions and to defend things. But my point is we're looking past, we're not looking past all that. We're stuck in it and we're missing that there's a broader battle. It also says, you know, take up your shield. What is your shield? It's being a Christian. It's a relationship with Jesus. It's reading scripture. It's prayer, not because you're doing it just to do it, but because it's part of a relationship and it's a genuine relationship with Christ. When you start to engage in things that we are clearly commanded not to engage in. And so these are the things like the Ouija board, the things like going to a psychic or a medium, trying to connect with the dead. Those are very clear things that can open doors for people.